0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The, the Sisters, Sister's Table. Yes, it's been quite a few weeks, I think.
1: Yes, it couple has. A couple weeks,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, at least. And I had kind of forgotten our intro, but we do apologize. It's been a little hectic. So many things are happening nowadays. So, but we are back. And today we have with us someone by the name of Carla.
1: Hi. <laughs> I <to> <laughs> <laughs> Carla's a bit
0: shy today. <laughs> Momentarily. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so our top, well, Carla is joining us today. Just to kind of just have another voice, you know, on that sister's table. We just want to kind of have different voices, join, be together, talk about different things. And today's topic is, oh, did we introduce ourselves, guys? No, we didn't. Okay, let's, let's let's introduce s- ourselves first. Here with so mila
1: i oh, introduced <laughs> she you forgot her name thank you for introducing me <laughs> i'm glad you think about her before you perfect perfect example of how we forget about ourselves this is a different issue altogether
0: so she's sonia i am mila let's rewind mila. rosa diana and sonia and thank you for joining us once again oh and our guest hello i'm carla carla yes
1: and Carla's enjoying herself right now, She's <laughs> enjoying a good, ice cream. good ice cream, ice cream there. Ice cream, <laughs> perfect ice cream.
0: So our topic for the day is, I think we're gonna have to talk about what's happening. There's so many things. So it's called current events, right? Current events. That's right. That's what it's called. <laughs> Did I say something else?
1: Did I say it weird or something? No, you know. And I, and I think it's important to talk about it because that's something that's that's <laughs> happening right now. So. Oh, sorry, you go ahead. It's okay. I mean, um, yeah, it's something that's happening right now, and I think we need to focus on that, right? Because um, it's important to keep the focus on, on what's uh, current. And so I, I like it that you guys are bringing it. Uh, and I mean, of course, we have a visitor today with us, which is Carla, and I think it's she's young. She has a, a very... Um, op- an opinion from a, a young perspective, and I think it's important to listen to it.
0: Yeah, like... We have, I think, in our world, we have gone through so much. So that's why I call it current events. I know my sisters were like, why current events? We're not the news. But I think there's so much happening in such a quick time within our world. So we have that COVID-19. We have, you know, the economy being affected by that. And now this uh, this huge thing that has kind of erupted, the the, um, the Floyd one, right? So George Floyd. George Floyd. So we want to talk about that as well because... For, uh, for some people, might feel like, oh, my goodness, what's happening to this world? There's so much. So just want to come and talk about it, see the positives, see the negatives, talk about it all, and be like, you know, so at least we can debrief. Talk about it.
2: Yeah, I, I'd agree with you. I think for some people, um, it might be kind of a sh- big shocker if you were someone who probably didn't think there was anything wrong with the way things were going. But for many people, it was actually, it's like, oh, it's about time, or this is, like, for, for someone like me, for example, I, I always looked at it, um, I always knew there was a lot of oppression happening with the system and everything, so seeing this, actually, I got kind of excited, because I was like, oh my god, like, finally, like, people are protesting, there's things happening that is creating movement among, uh, amongst the people, and for me, that's exciting, for me, that's, like, like I feel like, oh my god! Like something that I've known for, for so long, and I've been so upset about for so long, and is finally happening. So for me, that's a, a joyful thing. For me, that's exciting.
1: For our listeners that don't know very much about what you're talking about, could you explain a little bit more what the the whole idea of it is behind it?
2: Yeah, well. Just with the death of George Floyd, I think what happened with that, just on its own, I think a lot of people are like, well, you know, he died, but why are they rioting? Why are they looting? Why are they doing all these things? But the thing is that this is, you know, about years of oppression. This is about years of things that had been done to them for so for so long. And people turning a blind eye, and I think this just did it for them. This was for them, like, this is enough. Like, we've been and dealt with so much for so long. And it just kind of erupted. And so I think this for them was like, a, I think for this for them was like, that's it. Like we've had enough, enough is enough. And it seems like a lot of people have stood up to kind of join the movement, which for me is very empowering. And it's very nice to see. Sorry, Diana,
1: do, can you give like a background? Like I want, uh, let's say I was someone that has no idea what's happening. And I don't know what you're talking about. Can you give a background of, of what happened? Exactly oh you, well yeah i mean if you are someone i guess if, if you're
2: someone that's not on social media at all you, you wouldn't probably have news. seen it or the news um it was george floyd so he was someone who was just um uh, i can't explain exactly the
3: details god love you know exactly i know one. what happened okay t- please so please. george floyd was uh, so he went to a deli and then he paid with a. T- bill that the um, employee thought was counterfeit so they called the police on him and what it ended up in was that he was put in an illegal he was strangled basically by a police officer and this isn't like the first time that something like this has happened and you know what it turned out was that the bill wasn't even counterfeit so that's what happened to him
4: Wait, he, he had his knee on top of um, the police officer had the knee on top of his um, neck um and he kept repeating he couldn't breathe and that um and he kept repeating it and eventually he ended up they ended up killing him
2: yeah i think at one point he even yelled for his mom and so there's a lot of signs that say uh when he yelled for his mom that called out all moms and and his mom had passed away two years ago so just goes to show the the
4: amount of pain he was in at that moment
3: he called for his mom? Yeah. He did. He did. And he was a big man. He was six uh, foot six and he was calling for his mom.
0: I heard, I, I I know he said, I can't breathe, but I never knew he called for his mom. Yeah, he did. Yeah.
3: And I would also like to shout out Brianna Taylor. I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys know about her, yes, too. I she heard about was that. also killed. You know, Ahmad Arbery was also killed in the same I month. I don't know who those were. I'm sorry. I'm, I so, I, Ahmad Arbery so was the man who died um, while people thought that he was a robber. So, three like they were just civilians thought that they could basically threaten him and they ended up killing him and he was on a run um and brianna taylor was in i think she was a paramedic or an emt yeah. and then she was shot in her own house right yes yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: in the in her own bed yeah
3: uh, sorry why did they shoot her they entered the house without knocking
2: they said they were going to do a checkup to check for drugs and they then they didn't find anything, but they saw her.
3: They ended up killing her. So I think they made a law under her name, Brianna's Law, or something like that, where they have to present but, themselves now.
2: Yes, and I think the cops also have not like there's no been no repercussions for what they've done, so that goes to show just how much they are, I guess, looked as, um, like not really humans. <laughs> They're the, uh, at least the system, they don't look as, at them as people that that are humans. That's why they put black lives matter because as much as um, we can all say, oh, you know, all lives matter or whatever, like a lot of people will fight against it, but at the end of the day, um, I think a lot of the statistics will show <laughs> that a lot of black lives get taken away by authority figures like police.
4: Well, and, and I think because um, some of the the comments that were being made on on the news and social media was it's not the fact that this happened it's the fact that it's been ongoing for for many of the the black community it wasn't about this is the one time it happens it was more about it's finally recorded somebody saw it everybody saw it kind of thing so um it For them, it wasn't a surprise. It was painful to watch again because that's something they live with day to day day to day. But it wasn't a one-time situation or a three-time situation with the other two ladies.
3: Yeah, no, it's been years and years of people killing, you know, innocent, unarmed black people like uh, Trayvon Martin. We have Mike Brown Jr. too. Mm -hmm. There's Philandro Castile. There's so many people. And I think ever since I learned about this, it was it's really heartbreaking and it's not like I can understand their pain firsthand because I can't. Um, But I think that's the whole point of being loud and having to protest things like this and showing up and signing petitions in order to show support for the black community. And
1: I think, um, I mean, it's happening in the black community, uh, but it's not the only community that has been struggling with this for a very long time. I mean, we're talking about uh, all communities that are, um, of different colors and different ethnicities right uh, i think it's it's i'm glad it's, it's it's coming up and we're trying to do something about it because it's, it's been happening for a very long time and and in this country sometimes it happens underground so basically you don't see it and suddenly we just hear it here and there like whispers right but now it's in the open which i in the spiritual realm if you really think about it we are able to see it so clearly that it's time to act Basically, that's what's happening.
3: Well, and I think
2: that's what this did. It kind of shone a light on all the injustice that's happening around the world. And as much as it had been already happening for so long, but I think for so long, people would just kind of, you know, you flip through Facebook and you're like, oh, another sad story, another sad story, you know, and you kind of ignore it. But this one really did it. Like, I think him yelling, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, yelling for his mom, all those kind of things really, um, I guess in a way triggered all of us to say That's it. Like, when are they going to stop? And the fact that also the cop was like as if he was waiting for him to just pass. Like it was the whole thing was just so vivid that it it was just uh, it was inhumane of anyone to not say anything at this point because it was just so obvious what his actual um, intentions were. So with this happening, it kind of brought a light to all injustice in general and how the system has failed so many for so long. So this really brought up everything that I guess many people already held within themselves and were, like, you know, keep trying to keep it buried, and it was just, that's it. Like, this kind of said, like, enough is enough. Like, we're done. We don't want to put up with this anymore. And the writing and the looting and everything, yes, people get angry. People t- destruct things because it's been so long that they've been able to be put in this position for so long. I think I would be in that position myself if, you know, I wasn't given a chance just because of the way I looked, or because of my skin color. Which actually, we we have our own oppression ourselves. But you know, it, at the end of the day, this is about them. <laughs> so because but, of I,
0: but I think see that's where it creates. A d- I think the reason why so many people are standing up to it, or being part of it, or um, being involved. Because if you see the marches, the the protests that have gone, there's like thousands of people. It's not like. A few hundreds, it's thousands of people walking those protests. because at the end of the day, it's about racism. Any visible minority has known that racism. Of course, uh, people of color, people of um, who are you know black or people who are native, I, I feel have felt it the most than any of us. Um, but it is anyone that's not white, non white, has felt that racism. And I can be, I can actually tell you a story. Uh, personally um, I used to have a job I think I was one of the only ones um, who was of color you know I'm not black but I, I am a color a woman and I remember um, the person um, my boss at that time told me that the position I had was too high for me you know somebody else um, who didn't have the background that I have education wise uh, felt they should have been they were a white collar right so they did tell me straight to my face that it was too high for me so and I know that contributed to the fact that I was not Caucasian you know so I know all of us if we are of color we have felt the racism so um, and them standing up and them talking about like the, the um, people of who are black have made us think yeah that has to stop you know they, they stood up and were like no we're going to support them because we're tired of it as well so because we're all kind of tired of this we're gonna support this and we're gonna say enough is enough yeah so
2: yeah and i think that also shone a lot to uh, um, the white privilege because that's the biggest thing is that a lot of people aren't aware of their white privilege and unfortunately as uncomfortable of a topic as this is it will only get better through awareness and the only thing that we that can bring awareness is to be to talk about it to put it out there and yes there is a such thing as white privilege and that just because of the fact that your skin uh, color you know you do get certain treated certain you know better in some in a lot of ways and so this is a topic that finally got addressed (laughs) which to me was like Finally, <laughs> for me, I really like this, but I know for a lot of people, it's uncomfortable because it, it puts them in a position of, well, you know, we all struggle. We all have our own things. We all do this. But there's like a, the quote that says, yes, we all do struggle, but skin color for you is not one of them. Whereas for a lot of people, it is. So I like seeing those posts where there's a lot of white people, Caucasian people that are like, you know what? It's true. I never knew this. And they're willing to learn. For me, that's oh that's music to my ears because i'm like oh thank god they're finally becoming aware of this because through their voice we can actually create a lot of change so that's that's the good thing
3: but i think like that also has to do within different people of colors you know like there's afro latinos too right and they feel more discriminated against than white passing latinos Mm -hmm. who have lighter skin and i think that's something that a lot of people don't like to talk about like i've heard a lot of people that shouldn't be saying the n-word say the n-word just because they think it's a word the thing is is like people put so much like um value on let's say the national anthem and then the n-word is just supposed to be another word but that has so much history too and that's never been used against us but going back to like the privilege I think it doesn't only have to do with people that are white. I think it also has to do with people that are of different ethnicities but are lighter in skin. Because they're yeah. more likely to get jobs. You know, They're more likely to not be discriminated against. Um, people with darker skin complexions, with different hair textures, all these different things. like They have more of a struggle than I can ever imagine.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, and I think that's something they kept mentioning with the idea of right now it's black lives matter it's not about all all lives matter because we yes, we all we all matter and i think that's something that's been repeated over and over again but i just want to make the point of we all matter but at this point it's about black lives matter yes yeah we you know us us sitting on the at the table here or um we you know we're we're latinas but you know even our skin color is lighter than and some of our other African community um, around there, and and we have a little bit more privilege than they do. Still, just yeah. just due to our skin color, and yeah. we have to acknowledge that and know that yes, we've we face some racism, but we probably haven't faced as much as they have. And, and understanding yeah. that part.
2: Well, and I've seen uh, this one post that said, um, "All lives won't matter until Black lives matter," because I think that is the basis of everything. Sense. Is until their lives are given the same opportunities as everyone else, then you can say everyone else is, you know, created, you know, we're all kind of equal and, and I guess under the system or whatever, but see, that's where I struggle. Cause I'm, I guess my whole thing is how is it going to be fixed? Because for me, my problem is it is the, s- the whole system, like the yeah, whole system. But, but it, it starts at
0: home. I, I heard this. Uh, and I was actually hearing this uh, YouTube thing that they did here. And, One of the things it said is you don't always have to go and protest. You don't always have to do that whole noise out there. It literally starts at home. Mm -hmm. So if in your mind you have any uh, prejudice, any discriminated thoughts or anything like that changing that, if in your home um, the word N is used... You have to prevent it. If an uncle uses it, if a friend uses it, if someone uses it, you have to stop and kind of laugh at him. And like, <laughs> okay, it's awkward. Mm-hmm. No, you have to say, hey, that's wrong. You make it awkward. Exactly. You make them feel awkward. So you may, you may think, how do I change this? What can I do? Literally, it starts at home. Someone but says it. You stop it at home and you change it at home.
1: Okay, so I just want to say a quote that I found from Nelson Mandela. And I really liked it because this is what it says. It says, no one is born hating another person because of the color of his skin or his background or his religion. People must learn to hate. And if they can learn to hate, they can be taught to love. For love comes more naturally to the human heart than its opposite. And I think that is so true.
2: Yeah, I think that's that is true. I agree with also what Sonia was saying, but at the same time, as much as I, at ho- it does start at home and our perspectives and everything, but at the same time, it is the system though. Because if you look at the media, what do they portray? People with only with straight hair. So what does that do with people with Afro hair texture? It makes them feel like their hair isn't good enough. Or if you see, um, there's not very like dark skinned people i think the one person that i see is lupita but even lupita is one person I've, i don't think i've seen very many people with dark skin color so a lot of cultures don't feel represented
0: i know when they but, watch the but media it, but it does start at home because at the end of the day if you are buying you as a consumer because it's all about unfortunately mm-hmm. it's all about money so at the end of the day, if you as a consumer go ahead and buy that product that it's focused basically on Caucasian uh, faces and hair and all that, you're supporting that. But if you're going with your daughter, an example, and she's choosing the white little Barbie doll, and then she's saying, oh, I don't like this one, which is of a color, teaching them, no, you know, this is a beautiful doll, teaching them that they will buy more of those. And, and as businesses, they'll they'll make more of what you buy more than of what you buy
3: less Mm, but i don't think it's a trend like i don't think that should be that way the only reason it is that way is because of societal pressures right like we are the society little girls think that people of color are ugly because that's what people portray in society like Mm -hmm. that's what media teaches us so i agree you know i think it does start at home and making uncomfortable situations and calling people out for it but i also think the system wasn't designed to protect people of color mm-hmm. the system was built on top of people of color it was yes. designed to let leave them out because oppress them yeah because the the whole like american system was built off of the backs of slaves like if we're being honest and people don't acknowledge that so police were never taught like and this goes into even bigger like this goes into like the hoods and how those were created how dr- like mm-hmm. drug addictions were created how like school is so expensive there it's it's all a really big trap basically
2: it's like the racial profile profiling where they they are able to uh question someone's walking down the street just by the way that they're looked and by the way that they're dressed and i think that you know they're putting assumptions on someone just by their appearance and going back to like the media there's a lot that is put there even in um i remember learning when psychology that you don't even have to really necessarily, um, what's it called? Like, put interest into something, but if it's thrown in your face constantly, it kind of goes into your subconscious and you kind of feel like it's right. Like, for example, media. So I can use that. Yeah, or like billboards. Like, you might not even really consciously be, um, actually watching it or looking at it, but the way, the more you actually. I guess um, see it let's say in billboards or whatever news you're watching or let's say um, if you're watching commercials like when you're watching TV it gets put into your subconscious and then suddenly you're thinking oh I kind of want to buy like a hair strainer and you don't even really know why and it's because you've been seeing it repeatedly everywhere maybe even social media in the advertisements and so it actually gets really put in ingrained into you so this is this is the part of the problem in the system
1: and you know what? I like what you're saying because that's exactly what is happening. I think everything is being uh, done behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And we don't even know that it's been ingrained in our brains to believe whatever we're believing, right? But at the same time, I'm I'm happy to know that our youth, that actually um, our generation is actually starting to see with clarity what is happening, and they're trying to make changes. Because... Um, I mean, recently, the protest, right? (laughs) Mm I don't know if I'm saying the word (laughs) exactly the the way it's supposed to, but uh, people are starting to wake up and and actually speaking out and saying what they believe because they're no longer accepting those uh, ideas that are even happening behind the scene. That's a big thing. Yes. Before, uh, I mean, everyone was quiet and we only allowed things to, to happen to us and we didn't even do anything about it. We were so afraid to act on it. But now things are actually happening. And, and, and I mean, people are waking up. This is a big thing for me. Even though it looks ugly as it is because there's so many things happening at once, but now people are speaking up. Mm-hmm. And that's um, a big thing.
4: What, and I and I and just on that point, I do like the fact that people are have Started stopping being politically correct. Yeah, I feel like people are just being direct, and that's yeah. and that's what we need now. We just need to have we just need to talk about it. We yeah. need to talk, we need to be honest, we need to make it awkward, we need to
0: have a conversation, and we need people to start listening. I, I really think it's the youth of today. Mm-hmm. I know normally I hate saying youth of today because it feels like <laughs> the old times, of the youth of today, and it's like, but literally, they're so they're not taking BS. They really are not taking BS. They're seeing as it is, as it is, and that helps because those of us that are older, mm-hmm. um, are so close-minded sometimes, just so close-minded, or we try not to. Uh, what's it called? Uh, stir sh- the pot. Stir the pot. So we try Ruffle to be the feathers. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> we try to be quiet, not say anything, and just keep it as it is. But the new generations are so open-minded, so they know. Color doesn't matter. Uh, um, what is gender it? Gender doesn't, doesn't, matter. doesn't matter. They're just the way they are. Is so much. It shows love, basically. Mm-hmm. Just love doesn't matter what you are, who you are, how you, whatever. It's love, and our older generation is all about um, how you fit in. Are you this? Are you that? Do you well, fit it's, into it's this? It's really about bo- power, is
4: what it is at the end. Yeah. Of the day.
1: Well, okay. because that. W- w- remember, we. We. I mean. It's not that I'm trying to make excuses for uh, the past or the people that were born years uh, ago, but in reality, just just remember how we were taught, right? Not only that, but we were ingrained many ideas and things in our brains that we shouldn't speak. We shouldn't. We have to listen to the uh, older people, and, and this is how it is. There was no, um, there was no in between. It was either black or white, uh, white or black, or whatever. But the point is now there's so many great areas. There's so many of them. So the youth are having actually their their mind is so open and, and they're not unable to be controlled just by anything. They're so willing to just say the truth no matter what it looks like. And and I love that. I think it's time for them to, to be themselves and even that with my own daughters I'm trying to do that because I want them to be able to speak the truth of whatever is happening in their lives And, And because we doubt so much we were taught to be that and I don't want them to be that I think this next generation has to be strong enough to be able to take us to a different a different path than we have taken before so I guess the question is especially
0: for you Carla how do we move on from here what do we do Cause at the end of the day, I'm an action person, right? And if I can, uh, if I can join a protest, I will. But what else can we do? Uh, if you, we deal with it at home, like we we stop people, we make them feel awkward if they're saying racist comments, because I know it, it it exists in our own homes. Um, what do we do? What do we do to change this? Because this has to change. We're tired of the same same cycle.
3: Hello, I am <laughs> the next generation. <laughs> Thank you for speaking for all of them. Look, I know like, Jex- like un- no <laughs> <Next> <laughs> within within myself, I think it's, it's education, you know, it's, it's having the, like the heart enough to learn about these things. Like, I don't think I was aware of like white privilege and stuff until I took the time to go and learn it. And I think making those awkward situations like at my work that happens all the time and you have to say it and you have to say like hey why are you saying that like that's racist even as uncomfortable as it'll be and i think what a lot of people are scared of is that the momentum will stop so the social media posts and the protests and stuff and all of this like this has been going on forever and Mm -hmm. no change happens without big movement like stonewall or like you know women getting rights to vote like all of that happened with riots and i i know a lot of people say like oh there's looters and you know they're Mm -hmm. bad for business or whatever but the thing is is those people are looking out for a business more than they care about lives like real human lives people are getting killed so i think change only happens within you know as much as you you are willing to put into it so i think sign all the protests sign all the petitions sorry and i think go to the protests if they're having some in your city and i think if you can donate then donate and make those situations uncomfortable and it's to raise awareness and to educate other people that don't maybe want to take the time to learn i think that's how we build change and that's how we will continue on from here that's what's next
2: i just want to add on to carla said education i find There's education. Yes, you can be in university, college, but also take it upon yourself that if something to you does not make sense, look it up, research, read books, because there's a lot that actually, because of the system, (laughs) as you can see, I'm completely against the whole system. No, but it's true. But they will not teach. Like, for example, when we were little, we don't learn about residential schools. Until you go to university, there's a course, certain courses that are called Um, about indigenous rights or whatever about, um, anthropology, you can take indigenous culture,
4: but that's only if, if you choose to take those courses, that's That's not even, that's not even uh, given to you. And, and, and just so that those that are listening don't know, um, the residential schools are with our aboriginal, um, the aboriginal Canadian community that have, um, gone to schools that were forced to go to schools and where they were raped, abused, um, Taken away from their homes by force, um, gone into the gone into foster care, stripped of their culture, of culture. That was basically what they were trying um, to do.
0: And so it was a genocide that was see, never announced. We now see the yeah. There the were children, babies, they were actually yep. buried. A lot of them were killed. They don't even know how they're yep. buried in the churches. And, I mean, and, if and then
4: now they're dealing with racism in the present now due to everything they experienced in the past people now have a lot of prejudice against them a lot of Mm -hmm. racism racist racist comments against them without understanding the history behind all of that
1: I mean, and if you're a person that actually need to understand it in a different way, just put yourself in that situation. What would you do if that happened to you? Because mm-hmm. I think that's a perfect way of seeing it's it from, yeah. from an individual level. Like if you're, if you're judging and saying, well, that never happened to me, that will never happen to me, blah, 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 right? Because we can put many excuses so we don't have to face ourselves. You can actually put yourself in that situation and think, what would I do if that were to happen to now, me? A
0: lot of them think because they've, been, they've got a... They've been giving their reserves. They've been giving some money uh, back for the damages or they were caused. They think. They think. Mm-hmm. So because of that, they think, okay, we already paid, so they're okay now. Yeah. They don't understand all the trauma and the emotional
1: that side That has been of left
0: it. behind because they were ripped, literally. I just think, if you have a child, I don't know if you have a dog, even think of a dog if you love your dog a lot. Or yourself. Whatever you have. But if you have that and they rip it off, not that I'm, that's a bad combination. That,
4: that is a bad metaphor. But I was but gonna I'm, say, they, but they, may they rip it out not even receive of you, the money. That's the thing. They don't even receive it. Like, like most of them don't ever get anything not only that, of whatever but they're who cares. Like about. I know
0: if they took my child tomorrow, I don't care how much money they give. They stole my child. That's all I I care and think about. I don't care. Not only that, the Sonia, but the pain, the horrible exactly. pain that you like,
1: feel because that's that's like, like if you the think worst of, thing that could happen to you. Of people
0: whose children have been murdered, like. Uh, nowadays, if someone has stolen their child, kidnapped their child, murdered their child, they do um, go through courts and get that um, that person to to they sue them and they pay them millions. I don't care how many millions they pay them; they say it. I will never replace that child. That's right. so now. Imagine happening to you, and being said, okay, now you're given a land and this money. You're happy. There's no way that's going to cover that child that you lost. Well, And
4: then we just have to remind and we have to let people know that they're not all living in a wonderful world. Like in the ones that are in our, the reserves, they're actually there's a lot of communities that are th- considered third world countries. That's how bad they're living at this point because they don't even get water. In the same way that uh, a a community in Alberta would, or anywhere, and wherever they are located, kind of thing. So it's just the treatment they're they're given, the history they've gone through, the the way they they're seen, the trauma. Every like there's just so much behind that that people don't seem to understand, and that's where. Diana's comment about educating yourself is so important. If if you can't read a book, if you can't go to school, if you can't do any of that, just talk to someone that's experienced it. and if get to judging, know people. And if
0: you're judging their addictions, go back to the past. There's so much pain that sometimes you have to numb it with something.
2: Yeah, and I think I think also that that's why I was saying that because I remember in junior high and in even high school, the section of residential school or like they teach you about you know social studies here in Canada, but the section about residential schooling—I don't know about if it's changed now. Carla could probably say, but it was small. Like it, and it was not even—they didn't go into like, oh, they pretty much ripped them off of you know, they ripped out their culture from them, took away their babies, nothing. I didn't learn that until university, and I was always so curious because I'm like, there's so many like—that's the thing. That this is the one thing that I—I I also th- would add in is. Think a critical thinking like you need to ask questions if there you see so many aboriginals that are having issues, um just with life like you see them in the streets or there's homelessness or you see them in the news ask yourself why and maybe look into it ask yourself like start looking in start researching these things because you will find an answer and usually the answer ends up being because of some kind of oppression and and that's the the thing is that i was always curious about these things so i would look it upon myself and finally when i got to university they taught us a bit but i wanted to know more so i, I took anthropology i took indi- indi- indigenous studies and there is where i learned more than i i really like i learned lots but i still wanted to know m- way more cuz there's so much more to it but i learned about um you know the treaty and about um how they're trying to fix things
0: now but it's not really working then those courses have to be mandatory like from That's grade thing, 1 yeah. grade 1 until whatever they have to be mad they have to be part of the scur- school curriculums they have to be
3: mm-hmm. so i don't think i don't think they've grown much like i don't think the i remember reading about it in social studies too i think when i was in like grade six and it was a small little paragraph about like residential right. schools but then you grow up right And i h- luckily had the blessing of having a best friend who was aboriginal who taught me about all those things through her own eyes mm. and it's they don't tell you that they, people like this created generational trauma generally like generational tr- addictions like they created so much and then people think that you can just pay it off and that'll be that but people have lost families like families are broken now yeah. because of you know basically racism like that's well, literally the whole point of it that's it
2: and i find it interesting like if you th- i don't know but they give them money and so they want to numb the pain so of course they're gonna drink it because there's no therapeutic help for them, and so then what happens? They get incarcerated. So it's just like we're kind of back to square one, <laughs> where they were being oppressed and being put into um, slave-like situations. So this is what I mean about the system. <laughs> but you know what? I also
3: I also want to say that yesterday at the protest, so there was a protest where we live here I yesterday. Just say there was fifteen and thousand was people. Fifteen thousand people. But I would 6, like 000. to say that. There were so many signs from aboriginal people from indigenous people supporting Black Lives Matter and I mm-hmm. think like that's so beautiful mm-hmm. to see that one culture that's so oppressed is supporting the other culture in times of need because they they see them like they see yeah. them bleeding and they see them hurting. So I want to say shout you know, out.
4: And I, I like and I think that's the ho- I think that's my hope is that we all support one another. Yeah. Through our our specific experiences and that we're here for one another and at the end of the day we're brother and sisters to one another
1: and and i mean when we're talking about what can we do about it i mean if you feel like something is happening in front of you that you can do something about it that's a way to do to take action right like you don't need to be in in a bigger sense trying to do something um uh, bigger for everyone but you can do it in the uh, individual sense just if you notice something that doesn't feel right go for it and say something about it don't stay quiet anymore
3: I think jumping off of that another big thing that you can do to help is acknowledgement like you know point it out within yourself if you're having prejudiced thoughts or if you're having racist thoughts or if something has been ingrained in you that doesn't make sense I think you have to acknowledge it and I think mm-hmm. that goes with governments too like mm, he who shall not be named the president of the United States Oh god. who doesn't care Voldemort. to acknowledge it. Real like, one. <laughs> and that, and that causes a mess. Like people don't want to acknowledge that racism exists, that prejudice exists, that people aren't getting jobs, that people are getting killed, that people are judged because of their skin color. And that's what makes a huge like hole. And that's what makes a huge mess.
2: Yeah. And I, and for a lot, I feel like also cause unity, unity is what we need the most. But people are like, well, how can there be unity if, you know, we're having this, you know, that love, love is the answer. And all. But yes, love is the answer. Unity is the answer. We are all united against racism, against racists.
1: Well, you saw it right when the protests happened. Everyone was there and, ev- and everyone was together with from different cultures, from different backgrounds. They were all united for one single thing yeah. to stop racism.
2: And I think this being loud and in a way being obnoxiously loud will create some kind, you know, all of a sudden somehow some information will land onto a racist hand and they'll be like, oh, man, I can't even hide from this. And they'll have to read it. And that's that's the idea. We're trying to get to them and to get to their ignorance so that eventually they can all understand that we are actually all equal and that color is just a pigmentation of our skin and it was created because of the solar system and where we all live. So it is
0: really, really actually really stupid to be racist. It is. It is. Um, I think at the end of the day, if if we can see it in two ways, we can see this protest and all these things that are happening in a negative way. Like we're all doomed. This is the end, the end of the world. Like some called, some, um, some religions might say, or we can look at it through the eyes of love. And the eyes of love is, this is about positive change. It's change. So the, even if we start with COVID-19, it's been about being together as a family, being uh, respecting um, nature. So we're no longer uh, mistreating it. We're actually letting it rest. Uh, the protests that are happening, um, the George Floyd thing that happened, is it's creating that drastic change now we're tired of it we're done with it we want change now so the protests are seen as uh, it's, it's the eyes of love sometimes love is a little bit harsh Is not sometimes sweet or f- a nice word sometimes love is about saying what you see and saying it truthfully and this is what's happening so um, know that the changes that are happening are through are, it's happening because of love things are changing
1: now it's called it, tough love Because that's how you teach the other person to actually see it for what it is.
4: Mm -hmm. So um, I was thinking. I know you're coming down to the clothing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Clothing. Can we do (laughs) a (laughs) closing of this of this podcast? Wait, wait. wait, I want to say something quick.
3: Oh gosh. Hello, my name is Kyla. (laughs) <laughs> and this is my rendition of Tupac's Keep Your Head Up. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was just joking. <laughs> that was a good <laughs> one. Yeah. But I do want to say let's not forget about Breonna Taylor. Let's not forget about the rest of the black people. Breonna Taylor would have been 27 yesterday. That's yeah. right. And that's very sad. Yeah. So I want to say keep the momentum. Keep posting on social media. Keep signing all the petitions and show up and acknowledge Yo. it.
4: Hold on. I was going to do something before yeah. we yeah. ended. Okay, so. We're it not ending song? now we, yet. I we're know, not but I feel ending like yet. But a, I feel it. I'll let you know when we're ending. Okay. Wait, hold on. Okay, L- can okay. we... I just wanted you to do a quick like... How Sorry, we, guys.
1: This is so passionate. How Me are are like, we,
4: I just it. wanted to do like a check out. Like, how are we feeling
0: about this? Just in our own personal Well, it selves. sounds oh. passionate. I feel like yeah, just there's on, words a coming out.
4: How are we feeling about it?
0: I don't know. To tell you the truth, I'm a little like... I feel sometimes useless and overwhelmed. That's my two words. Because useless, I wish I could do so much more. Um, I see the news. I see... What um, some of the leaders or the people, what we call "quote unquote" on power, are doing and saying. You're like, why? Why do we keep those people in there? Like, how do we change that? So that makes me feel useless, um, and overwhelmed because um, I think so much change is coming. But it's it's an, it's a happy overwhelm though. Like seeing what I saw yesterday with the fifteen thousand people protesting and everything, um, that made me feel so proud. Like just proud and i was like yes you know we're showing whoever thinks that this is just a minor thing that no it's actually huge and it's big and i just hope it keeps going but all of those feelings mixed in one i just want to say that i, I saw this post on social
2: media that said about the protest they were like this protest brought in all the Prides, um, the LGBTQ community. Because they said theirs was taken away last year, the Pride Walk. And so, like, this brought in the wrath of the LGBTQ community. Not only that, I was like, but they yes. put their
0: flag up only for yeah. one day, one dumb day. Mm-hmm. And then they took it down the next day. It's supposed to be a whole month. Mm-hmm. So, thank goodness there was another le- uh, government leader who posted it on a... Put it on the window mm-hmm. and put it there. But it's like literally like come on it's love it's not about your political view or your religious view it's about love at the end of the day but yeah,
1: yeah even I think I think for me um I was feeling it yesterday because I, I saw what they were doing and I and it felt so nice it felt like I, I have this hope and I have this love for everything that's happening because there's so many beautiful changes happening like I saw even my own children doing something about it that's a big deal for me because i'm thinking if you're gonna leave a legacy behind i want it to be different than the one we did than the one we went through because ours is of pain and heartache and and having to endure whatever was happening at that time this one is talking about it it's actually bringing it out and saying the truth of the matter so we can make the changes the right changes so we so we can all live in a world that is more um united and m- more working towards what is benefiting the collective all of us all of us together in this
2: mm-hmm. i think for me i'm it makes me actually really <laughs> excited <laughs> i get really weirdly excited i wake up and i'm like what's happening now what kind of changes are happening now but for me it's just because i what for so many years Like I I read into it myself, and I believe the patriarchy, and I believe the the hierarchy of events, and I believe that yes, there is injustice just on based on your skin color. All of this I had believed in so long ago, and I knew what was in front of my eyes, and I would feel so helpless, and I hated it for so long that even with seeing you know the immigrant children in the United States that we're putting right now that are still in um, jail cells that are you know just living there all these injustices that i just for me was like oh i hate this so much right now this moment for me is so beautiful because all of that injustice that i have seen witnessed and has broken my heart for so long for me right now this moment is like oh finally a breath of fresh air Uh, uh, finally news that i can swallow finally truth that i love i for me this is heaven i like it
3: um hello again Um, I think for me, uh, um, I think I I think now is the time to not think about myself. Like I think I am standing back so black voices can be amplified and so they can be heard more than they are now. And I I think when it first happened, you know, it was like a sad, a mourning type of thing. But seeing the change that has happened, it's it's a hopeful thing because it was just another hashtag to in the beginning like that's what I thought it was going to be it was, you know another Trayvon Martin but it's sparked so much that I think it's created hopeful emotions for me at least but I can't imagine like what people that are protesting and still and also like getting tear gassed and oh my god all the, the atrocities that are happening they're like I can't imagine that they feel happy that these things are happening because I think it should have been equal in the first place everyone should have been equal to begin with, instead of having to riot like this over it.
4: Yeah, I think um, for myself, it was sadness. I think the same. I think it was more like a mourning thing, but not because it has it. Like the same thing. It's not like it's the first time. It's been you hear it all the time, and I think a part of me sometimes wants to block it and be like, it's not happening because that's how much it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it just kept coming up, and it just kept being like, nope, it's in your face, you gotta hear, you gotta learn, you gotta, you gotta be a part of this somehow, and then, um, so I, I kept feeling a bit of, like, sadness about the reality of life, um, but then with yesterday's protest, um, usually I don't go to protest, to be honest, guys, um, but, this time I was like I need to be there I just felt the sense of I need to do something and I and and I and I need to be a part of something and I need to support something and I I just needed to do something about it and so I went and I'm I'm so happy I, I was able to go because I was able to see that it's not just like there's it's not just a few that are understanding this. It's a, it's a lot of us that are understanding it. And there's growth happening. And, and, and hopefully we keep getting bigger. And next time this happens, there's 30,000, 45, And it just keeps growing because what we want to see is real change, not for it just to stay there. And I think
1: mm-hmm. it's also important to understand and, and make yourself aware that not everyone is the same. Some people um, that are... Um, Caucasian as well they understand what is happening and they are and they make themselves responsible for for the things that are uh, happening outside right that they they know that they need to make changes i think it's important that we, even in our own cultures because we understand that as well right but even within our own cultures we have people that are actually acting in a very negative way so we have to change that that's something that needs to change because if we don't start with ourselves we're not gonna see that change out there in any way. It's gonna continue happening until we become aware of what's inside of us. So this is this is a big learning for all of us, and and I know it's not gonna be easy, but I'm I'm actually very uh, excited for all of us because it's a it's a big change that's coming.
0: No, and it has to happen. It's been way way too many years already. Um. Okay. So we're closing. In. I have two quotes though
4: okay no you can't compete with yourself just say one which (laughs) one do you like the most
0: they're both really good i think i I think think i'll just read one quickly and then i'll go to the other one quickly so here's the first one luck, people (laughs) darkness cannot drive out darkness only light can do that hate cannot drive drive out hate only love can do that that's by martin luther king and then the last one um well actually there were three but i'll read this one it is she had three (laughs) (laughs) it is not our differences that divide us it is our inability to recognize accept and celebrate those differences that's by audrey lord i
1: really like that
4: i like them very nice
0: so thank you for joining us today thank you so much carla for joining us today we do appreciate you joining us um in our podcast
3: thank you carla please keep the keep the potential going keep the momentum going keep posting on social media sign all the petitions go to protests be safe also sh- um shout out to el salvador i know you guys are going through some tough times there too that's right thank you carla. we love you thank you Miha. goodbye <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you carla for joining us today and giving us uh, your you. view of life which actually helps us a lot Um, and if you guys have comments or anything you want to discuss topics you want to discuss feel free but keep joining keep speaking out keep that uh, force don't 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 give up if people shut you down keep going up and 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 let love uh, flow through not hatred not discrimination just love just love
1: we want to hear from you so if you have any comments let us know we're always here to listen to any, even if you want us to discuss something that you have in your mind, we can do that as well.
2: And also add us on to Instagram, Sister Stable
1: Podcast.
0: Thanks for joining us. You've been here with Diana,
1: Rosa, Mila,
0: and Sonia. And of course, Black Lives Matter. Also, my name is Kyla. Bye. Carla. <laughs> <laughs> Take care and have a good evening. Good night for now. Bye. Bye. Bye.